and welcome to another episode of All That Film. All right, getting in the mood for Valentine's Day here on All That Film, you know, as we do. Um, we have a review for Malcolm and Marie. That's right. Uh, and we also have, uh, a little bit later, a second spoiler installment of WandaVision. And this will be up till episode five, I want to say. Uh, so episodes three through five. Um, if you're not caught up, probably don't stick around for that. Malcolm and Marie, we probably will go into spoilers, but there's not really anything you can spoil about this movie necessarily. Um, but if you don't want to know anything, uh, like a certain dairy and uh, dairy and and uh, grain product uh, that shows up in the film, uh, then yeah, maybe don't stick around for that portion. But with that said, we are joined uh, with your host Hay and a slew of hosts as well: Todd, Anhelis, Margot, and Lindsay. Um. And we're just going to get right into it. Todd, I'm going to let you go first on thoughts, general thoughts on Malcolm and Marie. Um, so I'd start by saying I didn't love this film, but I do like this film. I found it pretty entertaining and engaging the whole time. I like fight movies, though, um, and I don't mind main characters who are big jerks and kind of leaning into that in a film and seeing that play out. So I understand why some people don't like it, but I liked it. I thought the fight was pretty interesting. Uh, I thought that both of them did great jobs in their roles. A lot of people are talking about Zendaya for good reason, but I thought John David Washington was actually fantastic as well. He was over the top, but I think that was kind of the point for that character was that he's an over the top asshole. So I like fights. I found it engaging. Uh, maybe five, ten minutes too long, but that's about it. I enjoyed it. Gotcha. Nice, nice. And just just a quick uh, extra thought. Are you Team Malcolm or Team Marie? Oh, I think you have to... <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to be te- you have to be Team Marie. I mean, it's almost comedic. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we've talked to- <laughs> hear from the rest of our hosts in a well, second. We- <laughs> yeah, we t- we talked about that a little bit. I mean, I view this as a comedy. I get how some people don't, but I enjoyed watching it. My wife and I laughed for most of the film uh, <laughs> at a lot of the parts. So, uh, so yeah, Team Team Marie though. Except for I do agree with Malcolm in that I do love eating a whole box of mac and cheese every once in a while when I'm angry. So uh, I get that. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Annalise, what are your general thoughts on, on Malcolm and Marie? I can say that my favorite part of the movie was uh, the cinematography and the soundtrack. I think there are, those are my favorite two aspects of the movie. And because I was a fan, I am a fan of uh, Sam Levinson's show, uh, Euphoria. I had a really big expectation coming into this movie. Um and I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like my favorite thing. You know, for me, it was like that that uh argue between the couple for two hours, just like a loop, a never ending loop, and at some point it just became kind of tiring. But I agree with that. I really like the performances of of the actors and yeah, I mean, I laughed at some parts as well. It was like, please 
just end this. Shut up. Go to sleep. Stop arguing. You know. And, yeah. And Team Marie, just gonna leave that there. Team Marie. Uh, that's that's two for for Team Marie so far. <laughs> Shocker. Um, <laughs> Margo, what are your thoughts on Malcolm and Marie? Uh, kind of similar to Todd and Annalise. I like the cinematography. Uh, I thought like some of the dialogue was good, but other times I was like, okay, just like shut up. <laughs> kind of made me want to watch Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, where I was like, oh, if I was gonna watch a couple fighting, I would rather watch that. Uh, but yeah, Zendaya is really pretty, so I got that out of it. <laughs> And Team Marie, of course. Yay! Interesting. I'm shocked. Marie, if I you see that you're Team Malcolm, I'm gonna come to Texas and kill you. <laughs> I you am. Say- I am, in fact, Team Marie. Uh, I was not okay, setting good, this up good. for. Um, okay, and part of this is better. <laughs> and and part of that is because uh, similar to Todd, and the, I, I was actually glad uh, that Todd said this because at first I was thinking to myself. Am I a psychopath? Like, am I just viewing this crazy toxic relationship as hilarious uh, because I lack empathy? And hey, maybe that's it. Uh, and maybe that's why um, I I escaped to, okay, this is funny. This is how I'll be able to watch this now. And maybe it's not supposed to be because it's not listed as a comedy. Um, people don't necessarily, a lot of people are taking this movie very serious. Um, one thing specifically that I've seen people circle back to is that Levi- uh, <laughs> Sam Levinson himself uh, threw in a certain critic, uh, a certain critic site, um, because he had a negative review. Um, and I, maybe he's just covering his butt so that way it doesn't seem all snooty or whatever. There's only so many sites you could bring up that would seem like a funny one. And Assassination Nation isn't the most well-reviewed film. Now, with that said, the LA Times did have probably the most critical uh, review of it in all the other ones. But I think this is a case of of similar to um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, where they drop a director's name and everybody thought it was throwing shade. And then Kaufman said explicitly in multiple interviews, oh, no, the editor just threw in a random name. Uh, that they thought would be funny. There were, there wasn't any thought in it. Um, so I do think it's interesting, you know, what people sort of add to a decision that was just kind of made uh, on a whim. And I think people are reading a, a lot, specifically critics, and I understand because I guess critics get hurt if you mention critical thought, but I, I don't think this movie is necessarily being critical on critics. I think it's being critical on, on directors and accepting uh, accepting praise or negativity and how they go about that and how they uh, write stories just in general. And unfortunately, I think that's kind of lost a little bit um, in some of this discussion. I think there is good discussion that's being had though, with that said on like, what is the role of critics? Are critics important to a director's work or whatever? Um, even the people that haven't liked this film, I've, I've found a lot of value reading uh, their reviews because it's definitely a different perspective I had. But um, so in that regard, I, I've I've enjoyed reading what other people have thought about this film. 
Uh, I thought it was funny all the way through because John David Washington's character is ridiculous. And I actually agree with you, Todd. Um, I had said prior to this, and I, I guess I'm going for a little bit long, but um, I had said prior to this that uh, I'm, I wasn't necessarily a big fan of John David Washington. Um, I thought he was kind of vanilla in um, Tenet. I didn't necessarily like him in Black Klansman. I thought he was by far the blandest performance of everybody involved. With that said, like he's still he's still good. Um, and I, I loved him here. He was hilarious and he was animated. And, and Todd, I'm similar to you. I didn't watch Euphoria. Um, so this was, uh, a, I guess, a wake-up call um, for how talented uh, Zendaya is as an actress. Um, and I wanted to mention, because uh, Annalise brought it up, uh, the cinematographer is Marcel Rev. Uh, who has done the Euphorias and Assassination Nations. Um, and yeah, this this film looks spectacular. Um, I understand a couple people's hesitation to dismiss this, or not hesitation, I guess, I understand why people would dismiss this as, oh, they only chose black and white because they're being artsy-fartsy and that's how you win an Oscar or whatever. And hey, sometimes people just choose to do black and white for fun. Um, and I feel like this was a, a the right choice because I can't imagine watching this movie uh, in a different lens, if that makes sense. But I also wanted to give uh, credit to Julio Perez the Fourth, um, who is the editor on the project. I think there's a lot of seamless editing, uh, really, really stinking good editing in this film. Um, but yeah, I I dig it. Um, I probably sound a little bit higher on this just because I'm talking for a while, but. Uh, We'll get to grades here in a second. It's not that high, but I, I've enjoyed, you know, this is one of those films. I'm trying to think of another one that like, there's just no discussion on it and it quickly dies. Like I wasn't as high on promising young woman as other people. Uh, neither were uh, Todd and Lindsay with me. Um, like that's a film that at least it, it, it had a lot of discussion and I like films where you don't walk out and it's like, um, the hunt, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna forget this in two weeks or whatever. And I guess I don't know. We talked about that, but Lindsay, what are what are your thoughts on uh, Malcolm and Marie? Uh, I thought it was hilarious too. I laughed like so hard through the entire thing. Uh, I watched it with my roommate, and every time the fight picked up again, we were just like, we just burst out laughing. We were like, go to bed. Like this is ridiculous. Um. I do, I don't know, I I was a little weaker on it until I saw just how much people were hating on it, and then I, it kind of raised it for me, because I was like, it's really not that bad. I feel like everyone's <laughs> just being so harsh on it, and it's not that bad. I mean, you guys liked Marriage Story. How is this that different from Marriage Story? I mean, like everyone, praised, everyone loved the fight scene in that, and this was just that, but like longer. Um, and also kind of better. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but wow. I did, yeah, I did, I don't know. Marriage Story's fine. But, <laughs> um, I just thought, you yeah, know, I thought the performances, like, even if you do have problems with the script, I thought that they, like, really sold it really well, John David Washington and Zendaya. And I think Sam Levinson kind of sucks, but I kind of think he knows that. <laughs> and I had, <laughs> I had similar, like, complaints and i don't know assassination nation i was so mixed on because i was like i think i love this and i don't think i should um that's yeah that's how you feel about it 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I don't know. I think I just have a mixed relationship with this man because this movie's fine. It's it was really funny. It was really engaging because I I really struggle with movies where it's like dialogue heavy and like monologue after monologue. But I was never bored during this. Like not once. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I really I I don't think it would have worked as well in color. Actually, I think the black and white choice was kind of perfect for this. Adds to the drama for sure. It definitely made it so much more dramatic. And this movie was so dramatic for no reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when she came, oh wait, wait, we're not doing spoilers, but um, but no, we're we're gonna hit spoilers here in a second. Okay, yeah, yeah, but you yeah, know, I thought that they were both really, really good. Malcolm sucks so hard. And I think he is supposed to be a mouthpiece for Sam Levinson, but I think he also is using Marie as a mouthpiece for his criticisms of himself, you know? Right. Where he's just, like, laughing at how ridiculous he is. Like, that whole rant about that, like, the critic. (laughs) It's just hilarious. It just kept going. Like, so, I don't know. I think that there are issues with this movie, and I can see why people don't like it, but I think the hate is a little extreme for what it is. And I thought it was fine. <laughs> so I, I, I will bring this up, I guess, because none of us um, talked about it. Um, and th- I don't know if this is, ne- again, this isn't necessarily like my place to be like, oh, this is a fair criticism. I, I think anybody who, who thinks this about this film, I completely understand in that like Sam Levinson chose to make a black director talk about a black director's experience. Um, and there's certain lines where it's like, oh, um, why did a white man write this? Um, and he said that um, John David Washington and Zendaya both like were um, approving of like any of the script that was already there. Um, but I will say like, if that's, um, I've, I've seen that as a criticism of people being like, hey, why did he do this? Um, and I actually like definitely get that um because it seems kind of odd um and and that's like ultimately why i i kind of don't think and obviously Lindsay, you do i don't think malcolm's being used as a mouthpiece to talk about what like internally sam levinson is thinking i mean maybe maybe he is again this is one of those films where um we don't necessarily know the extent of how not self-aware or self-awareness this has. Um, but I, I was just going to mention that as a main uh, negative point that I've seen uh, a lot of people who are kind of um, upset with this film, um, rightfully so. But Yeah, I um, think that was a valid criticism. And I think that's one that he yeah. also got for Assassination Nation because yep. it, it was like a lot of like, why did a man make this movie? <laughs> you know, it, like this felt like it should have been a, a female. So I, I found, I kind of thought like a lot of what Malcolm was saying kind of tied into the criticism that he got for Assassination Nation. And it didn't yes. seem like he learned his lesson <laughs> here. It seemed like he was just mad <laughs> at them saying that. Yeah. Well, see, this is my thing is, I don't know if he's mad or if he's just confessing his craziest thoughts. Like if we all were to be completely honest with those moments, we get mad where our mind, you know what I mean? Like goes yeah. a second. Like when, when he's doing these speeches, certainly there's some self insert, you know, assertion there, but like there's part of me that's like, how much of this is just him expressing 
crazy thoughts that he immediately knows are crazy. And to me, like the barrier I have to believing he wants you to, you know, he's really trying to sincerely make this point is, is the Zendaya character that he's smart enough to have somebody who just shuts him down. And like, I don't know, Malcolm seems so obviously in the wrong for so much of it that it's hard. I don't know that that's my, that's my thing I'm wrestling with in how to interpret some of these parts because yeah, they're, I mean, these are valid criticisms. I, I, I get them for sure. Yeah, um, but we'll go ahead and hit scores uh, following that. Todd, what would you give this out of 10? Uh, seven. Seven. And Angelis, what would you give this out of 10? I'll give it a six. Yeah. I think a six is fine. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Margo? Uh, five. Okay. Uh, and I would lean towards a 7.4-ish. I stuck with the 7, but honestly, I'd probably lean towards an 8 if it shifted one way or the other. Um, and part of that is the intent of the piece itself. But, uh, Lindsay, what would you give this out of 10? Or what did you give this, I suppose? Um, I gave it a 6. Gotcha. All right. I think that would be an average. Oh, time to do math. It would be like six point four ish um, around there, huh? Uh, and that's right where this is actually sitting currently on Letterbox. It's at a three point two. Um, I meant to check what it's at on the IMDb because a couple people I didn't realize. I feel like a lot of films, if you cherry picked reviews, you could say are divided on. Like I think some people said that about. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things, which like that that has decently high scores um, in the in the public. Even if there are like some more negative reviews, it has a 6.8 on IMDb. Interesting. Want to see where that goes in the future? Um, but it's almost at 10,000 views. That's cool. All right, spoilers, 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 spoilers for Malcolm and Marie. Uh, spoilers. So if you don't want to hear me say. That mac and cheese looks pretty good, huh? <laughs> Did any, anyone want some of that mac and cheese? I made some after the movie ended. Yeah, my, my girlfriend made me go to the store. and Well, we, we were already going to the store, but she's like, don't forget to get the mac and cheese. So I, I, I said it in my review. I, I think this maybe should have stayed a, a five-minute uh, Gucci ad for mac and cheese. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> it really makes you want mac and cheese. It did, yeah. The mac, the mac and cheese scene is, in some ways, is how I think it's impossible to think this isn't, at some level, intentionally a comedy, even if it's not on there. Because like, they're just arguing about this mac and cheese, talking back and forth. There's nonstop discussion of the mac and cheese. A bowl of mac and cheese gets put down while this jazz music is playing, and then just the title comes up. And it's like such a goofy, cheesy way to start it. Like it makes me think, I don't know, that there's some intentionality there at least. He he knows at some level you're gonna laugh at this, I think. So yeah, sure. Um one of the sections one of the sections I wanted to bring up in spoilers, um, where the film kind of won me over um was specifically the bathtub fight. Um just because like that. I just thought there was a lot more like awareness from Zendaya 
where she, it was almost like that character was saying like, I don't need you, but like you're helpful to my situation right now. And you've been good to me in the past. I am going to leave you eventually. And I was like, this is kind of a cool dynamic. At least like, I don't think I've ever seen like a romance. Uh, like I, I just thought there was a lot of subtext on what they were saying. Um, and I thought that was really well performed uh, with John David Washington. Uh, again, being an utter goofball, like the entire movie. Um, but, uh, were there any other scenes you guys wanted to bring up spoiler related? Obviously, probably the knife scene, too, if anybody wants to bring that one up. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was about to mention. Because uh, she was just so good, but it was so crazy. And the movie was so crazy that I was like, I don't... Like, my, my roommate right away was like, oh, she's acting. Like, she's just showing him her acting skills. But I was like, I don't know what this movie She could just genuinely take a knife to him right I, now. And that would be so that's, funny. That's how good her <laughs> acting was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it. it I, I was. I was with you on that, Lindsay. Uh, in that, like, I was like, she's about to either stab him or something. Or, um, and then when she immediately like blank faces and she's like, "See, that's what a good performance is." I was like, "Oh shoot, he he just got dunked on." Like, he has the perfect asshole oh, response though when he just says. Well, why didn't you do that in the audience? Do that justice. Oh my god. It's so funny. I mean, it's so fucked up, but it's so funny. Oh man. That I think I think this is someone that's supposed to be like hyperbolically obsessed with his directing work. Cause that that is a point where like at the end of the day, she just puts on this other otherworldly like masterpiece of of acting, and he's like but you could have made my movie better instead of being like, yo, what just right. happened? Like, right. um, I really loved that he like, that he was like, oh my God, like that's going to haunt me forever now. I, I love that you did that. Cause now I'm constantly going to think about how my movie could have been better. And I was like, God, you guys are fucked up. You guys should really invest in therapy. <laughs> they should. There's yeah, so they many- should just break up to be honest. Uh, like for <laughs> me, the whole movie was like this, a partner you have uh, you've been having for a long time and you just like at this point you just find a reason to fight over anything you know over the bag and cheese over the movie over the the cigarette over the song he played like i don't know that that part yeah. for me was funny like did you put this song because you were singing it to me like you're dedicating me this part and it's like bro it could be just a song don't put too like too much thought into it you know just just break up <laughs> <laughs> they overthink I, okay. everything. <laughs> I I will say um, on the breakup portion of this, um, I think one thing that like can be a good indicator of if you like a a specific a specific relationship film, uh, I call this the before trilogy rule. Is if you'd want two other movies of this, and I'm not gonna lie, I I would like a Malcolm. Emma Marie, like they're separated now, uh, and her being like a, a bona fide, like great actor, um, and him being kind of like, you know, an okay director. Like, obviously, he's got some problems going on, um, but she has like her Oscar winning performance. I, uh, another spoiler I wanted to bring up, um, and I believe this, yeah, this was in the bathtub scene. I, I really liked um, the way they handled 
her kind of thinking like, oh, well, this movie obviously was about me. And like, you only knew about this experience because of me. And then he blankly like, in almost like a really like devastating way of doing it. And you, Zendaya acts really great uh, I, to that um, John David Washington performance where he's like just bringing up all these names and all these memories he has. And he's like, this is where I got these, not from you. Like not everything's about you. Um, and I do think like without that, I think I would have definitely been like, what's the point of this? Like Zendaya should definitely leave him. I think that was like it, like a 90 to 10% and that 10%, like, Hey, maybe Zendaya's character is a little bit like conceited about like her involvement in this film. Obviously she deserves credit and everything, but as Malcolm like states, like, Hey, there's all these experiences I've lived before you. And I do think that goes um, to the difference in their age dynamic as well. And a lot of people are criticizing um, the age gap here. I think this film is making a statement about that. It doesn't make too much of one, um, but I do think it addresses it. It's not like they were like, Hey, here's a 35 year old and here's a 24 year old and they're dating. I think it very clearly shows that Malcolm is the one who has kind of the power in this relationship. And this film is sort of about Zendaya kind of taking that back. I don't know. What did you guys think about that? I guess. I saw that scene as like really cruel on his part. I don't know. Like it just seemed like it wasn't like, Oh, not everything's about you. It's like, Oh, I've stolen from way more people than just you, which is really fucked up. Like, (laughs) like, like, did that didn't like help his point at all because he's like she's like you stole all of my experiences and he's like no no I stole other people's experiences other too people's and it's well. like well you but, still but, don't have any of your own you're still just going around and stealing from women's like like you just still go from broken woman to broken woman to try to make art out of their lives and you haven't lived any of your own pain and like I was just like God this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I the fact that she's so young compared like comparatively like I don't know. It really made that that scene I was just like really like her pain was so like shown on her face and I was just like god, this is cruel. This is really cruel. Yeah. I guess the thing that I at least like for me um what works in that aspect is I think a lot of directors um, do borrow like a decent amount of their experiences and other films they see. Um, and that's maybe not necessarily something they want to overtly be like, Hey, uh, this scene that I wrote here is from this specific ex-girlfriend I had, or it's from this friend who, who did this exact thing or whatever. Um, so I do think like it's going back to Todd's point a little bit in that it's talking about things that are normally like inside your own mind. And I'm not sure if Sam himself is the one thinking about that and he's using like these characters as, as like you were saying, Lindsay, as mouthpieces. Um, but you're right. That scene's uber cruel. Um, probably one of uh, the, the most like, oh, why am I watching this scenes of well, a while? But I mean, I think what's interesting about that, they do a really good job at the end of that scene. y'all talk about how frustrating it is when they won't just go to bed but i don't know like personally i i can think i've had one or two fights where it was like well probably should have just gone to bed you know what i mean like the next day you think and i think a lot of people were able to 
identify with like at least some of the little quirky dynamics of fighting. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I've ever done anything cruel like that. But like that when he walks away, he'll he keeps saying a point like and he thinks he's made a good point and then he walks away. And then it's like one, two, three, and then he comes back. He's back. Yeah, yeah, and like he uh, he just comes back and goes back in, and all these little things. Like she doesn't want to have the fight, and he can just tell she's upset somehow, and so just keeps pestering at her and putting at her, and uh, so just like little things like that, I think were done in ways that are interesting. Like in a lot of the reviews I've read, I've seen people talk about how they were able to identify with little parts of what happened in a, in a way that I think is interesting. So it's just one thing I'd give it. Credit. Sure. And, yep. and, and building off that a little bit, because uh, what you mentioned just, just jogged my memory a little bit um, with you saying he, he does too much. I, I do really like that Zendaya is able to get that retort mm -hmm. in where she's like, you literally could have beaten me with 20% of what you just like attacked me with. And, and that's sort of like a statement, um, like we're saying like, hey, you came at me with with like all your weapons that you could when you only needed like a pocket knife. Right. Um, like, come on, man, cool it. Um, and that's like kind of taking a jab like at his view of film criticism and everything. Like he's just too um, emotional about certain things. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I I think that's probably all the spoilers we're going to talk, but yeah. Um, yeah. Margo, I, I don't also know if left, there's anything oh, you want to oh, go for. No, I also laughed like probably the hardest at like right before that scene started when he just pops up in the windows and he's like, what did you mean by mediocre? <laughs> yeah. She's just like, that's, that's all you got out of the whole thing that I just said. All you got was the word mediocre out of this. Seeing that part what was is really wrong funny. with you? The <laughs> That part was really funny to me as well because I was like, okay, now they're gonna stop fighting because he left in an anger. He's gonna like take some time outside, take fresh air. He's gonna like everything's gonna be fine now. And then he just comes back and knocks on her window, like, bro, can you stop? You know, it's like, no. and I laughed so hard that as same Lindsay, that was like hilarious, like a hilarious scene. <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. Uh, Margo, were there any other spoilers you wanted to add? Not really. I watched this like in January because I got a screener for it. And I literally honestly oh. don't remember anything except for mac and cheese <laughs> and a mac and cheese and the Lego movie. That's like all I remember. I, did, I totally forgot about the knife scene until you brought it up. That's how little wow. I, I forgot you'd <laughs> seen this about a month earlier. Um, not a month, no, like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, that's going to do it for the Malcolm and Marie talk. Um, we might briefly uh, bounce around non-spoilers for WandaVision, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. Do you really want to hear us do a part two, no spoilers on WandaVision? Is that what you want to listen to? No. Um, yeah, not me. Not. Without spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, it there's there's people that like I specifically like the newest episode. They've been like, okay, we're gonna do non spoilers before, and the way they kind of dance around it, I'm like, okay, well, this isn't necessarily like no spoilers. <laughs> like, yeah, because I mean, how do you even talk about around. it without spoilers? Exactly, I, and I, like I've tried because hype is a big thing, and I don't want to hype up my my parents too much, but I'm like, I I keep mentioning like uh, ever since I because I watched it. Um, I think two days ago. Um, yeah, I watched it Saturday night. 
And I've just been texting him every day so far, like, hey, uh, maybe just check out the new episode of WandaVision when you get a chance. Um, and uh, they have not. My, <laughs> my brother's like refusing to watch the show until it's over so he can binge watch it. And I keep like almost saying things. And I'm like, please just watch it. I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Angelis and Margot, you guys aren't watching it currently, correct? No, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Okay, well, with that said, thank you uh, both for coming on. Uh, but we gotta <laughs> do the, the Wanda and Vision talk. Just a reminder, this is your last chance. We're gonna talk about spoilers for the last three episodes. And this isn't going to be a... We start on spoilers for episode three then do four, then do five. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be, we talk about the big thing that happened in five uh, because that mostly indicates, you know, what's about to happen. And there's uh, theories to start coming up with that. Um, with that said, oh my God. WandaVision when- dies. <laughs> 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 what, a, what a crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Still got four um, episodes left. I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> they killed off Jimmy Woo. Um, <laughs> that would be oh, people would be real, real upset about that. Um, I'd be upset. So, um, they bring in uh, the other Pietro, in that they bring in X Men Quicksilver, uh, and I have to ask Todd Lindsay. Uh, you guys have been in. You guys have been watching TV a little bit longer than both of us. Mm-hmm. Is this one of the greatest reveals ever? <laughs> like week, weekly television? It's really cool. I don't know if I would go that far. I really liked it, but everyone I watched it with needed that explained to them. <laughs> like they were like, who is that? So that maybe like to my girlfriend. <laughs> that maybe like <laughs> it was like cool to see him here. But yeah, it was funny because everyone was like, "Wait, who's that?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, that's <laughs> Peter." <laughs> yeah, it's Peter. I yelled a WTF. I was pretty surprised. It was a big reveal for me. I have to say. Well, I was oh, kind of salty because it was spoiled for me beforehand. Oh, oh no! On TikTok, oh, you don't think it's one of the best? I, well, it was spoiled on TikTok, like like just Dude, casually. Course, someone was just like. So we all know by now. They were like, so we all know by now that Evan Peters is going to be on. And I was like, what? We don't all know that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have I, I, I saved this for the podcast. I already told kids it. Um, but uh, I thought I had the reveal of, because I knew the way people were talking about that this episode had a big thing in it and air quotes. Um, right. With that said, uh, kids it had this tweet the day of the episode um, <laughs> that like I wasn't, I was not on Twitter. I had to check DMS briefly. And normally I have it set to go to my uh, Twitter DMS straight there. Uh, but I landed on the homepage and I just saw kids. It tweeted. Uh, it's just really cool that they have the relationship set up uh, for Wanda and Hawkeye. And I was like, gosh, darn it. This guy just spoiled <laughs> WandaVision for me. And then I was thinking about it like more and more. I was like, why are people hyped about Hawkeye? And then like, <laughs> I was very angry about it too. Cause I was like, 
That, that's not a big reveal. Like, who cares? Um, and then literally so until, funny. Very, until the very end of the episode, uh, when I saw the gray hair, because I didn't have an inkling of suspicion, I thought it was going to be Steve Rogers um, in his old... <laughs> Oh my oh, god, that's that would have so been awesome. <laughs> and he was gonna be like, I, I thought hey, I'm here. <laughs> so, so this is dumb, I'm aware. I thought Steve Rogers was about to play Mr. Rogers, um, and then that would be the next oh, episode. So oh my god. <laughs> now I'm mad we're not gonna get that. Is <laughs> would be pretty cool, right? <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, honestly yeah, kind of yeah. expecting Pietro to show up because they had just they had kept referencing him and Wanda was like dealing with grief and shaping reality. So I was like, I'm sure Pietro will show up. But I was Finn before I got spoiled. I was expecting Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> say, I, I was expecting Aaron Taylor Johnson in like episode eight. Pro- in the and to be fair, that could still happen. Um, yeah, true. Knows? Yeah, um, I honestly thought that the big reveal was going to be Magneto showing up. Oh, so people, so this is this is the part that a couple people, the, the major point of discussion. Um, Wanda, to be clear, this is something I heard recently, and this added a lot of context. Um, Elizabeth Olsen was in an interview, and they asked her in the interview, do you guys have a reveal like Mando season two? She didn't say specifically hey, we have a reveal like Mando season two. She was asked if they did, and she said yes, because of, of course, because she's promoting the show. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So with that said, I don't think this is the reveal, though. I don't think it's the big, because Paul Bettany said, I don't, because maybe maybe this is the one, Paul Bettany has not worked with Evan Peters before. And that's yeah. the part, I guess this could be it. I'm still team... I think it's going to be Ian McKellen or Charles Xavier uh, or oh, yeah. uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, How about this? Was- this, is, this is my prediction. Chris Evans, but as the human torch from Fantastic human Four. Human torch? So- yes. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Okay, Dude, okay. I've seen people like legitimately theorizing about that. I'd be, I think that'd be so funny. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I, I, um, with all the multiverse stuff, they have to. <laughs> there was uh, also that person that Monica Rambo was like, "Oh, I know a, a oh, yeah. science guy. I'm gonna go text him here." An aerospace engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were teasing Reed that. Richards, he's coming. Dude, I hope so. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be. He's either. the only aerospace engineer I can think of in the. MCU. I thought it was that... setting up for for the Ironheart series. Oh, um, I, yeah. No, I was I, I was thinking it. Fantastic Four is coming. Is is uh, Rhodey's Ro- Ironheart is Rhodey's daughter? Correct. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't I think. think so. okay. I don't. Think... Ironheart is Riri Williams from the comics. She's just a, yeah. She's just a different. She has like his ment- mentee. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I I just brought that. I, I was bringing that up because Rhodey is uh, at specific like aerospace engineer. Um, he's the oh, only okay. one to be named in aerospace engineer. But with that said, like I'm sure technically Captain Marvel is like qualified to be an aerospace <laughs> engineer. 
It's she. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a game. We're gonna play a game. Okay. I'm gonna bring up a character, and you guys right. tell me what you think about their odds of showing up on this show, Captain Marvel. Uh, I don't think she's showing up. I think she, I don't think she'll like be like, "Hey guys, I'm Captain Marvel. I'm right here." But I think there there could be like flashbacks or something like that. I I'm gonna I get think some kind of beef going on because she made a face when they mentioned Captain Marvel. She yeah, did. she was like, "We're talking about Wanda right now." I'm a, I'm gonna go no <laughs> chance on this one. Really, really. But, no chance. Right. I'm okay. I'm just I'm just being dramatic. I'm gonna go ten percent chance. I don't think so though. Yeah, I, think I don't think I she's showing up. Lock Captain America to show up, and <laughs> even more so. Okay, so here here's here's the hot twist that I think this isn't a twist in the show. This is a twist for fans getting mad, and we're all gonna hate ourselves again. Um, in that. I think when Elizabeth Olsen was asked if there's a big reveal, I think Captain Marvel is for sure going to show up in the show. And that's the one she was talking about. And fans are going to be so upset if that's the case because they're going to be like, hey, we, all the man babies are going to be like, hey, we hate Captain Marvel. Well, no. But like I... this show is setting up. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's the case just because. I feel like a character that was previously not even a part of the same universe showing up is just a like I don't see how Captain Marvel could be a bigger reveal than that than like implying that the multiverse is actually a, a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying like Elizabeth Olsen thought it would be a you know what I mean? Like maybe I don't know. <laughs> That's what I think it is, and I think the Paul Bettany thing is that he's never worked with Evan Peters, um, <laughs> which could be okay. So, so here's another one. But um, Iron Man, no, he is dead. <laughs> he's coming back. Yeah. His corpse is just flying. Around. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three percent and a hope. <laughs> that's that's what I'm putting it three a three percent but think, like a really hopeful three percent because I, I would right, love uh, to see uh, Iron Man. We already we already mentioned one of them. This would be a no for me. I don't think this is going to happen in this in this TV or in this miniseries. Reed Richards, no for me. What about what about you all? Uh, I don't know if he'll actually show up in the show or not. Um, but I I think that they were alluding to him, but I'm not sure whether he'll actually show up. Because I don't know. I, I keep seeing so many theories like this show's going to introduce the multiverse and also the X-Men. And if they also like introduces the, the Fantastic Four, I'm like, wow, this is so much. And there's only four episodes left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very worried that we, we as fans very much might need to temper our expectations. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'll tell you what I, yeah, in the last four episodes, they're going to Ryan Johnson us and, and undercut all of our expectations. And uh, yeah, we're all going to be like completely. <laughs> it's all a trick. It's all a trick. All right. It's all a dream. Because I've seen a lot of people theorize that Wanda's going to like create the X Men in this universe because they think that she gave oh. Monica powers. Oh. So they maybe were like, like "Oh, maybe she'll like create mutants somehow." 
Um, yeah, so everyone's like theorizing it's, it's literally going to be the opposite of the comics in that she says no more mutants and takes away all the mutants. Yeah. Um, that she's going to say no, all the mutants. And what I so okay, I guess we can go into our personal theories. Um, the only one, wait, but so we finished the game real quick. Uh, here's the last one I was going to ask Mephisto. Ooh, I think, oh, I think he answer. could show up, yeah. Okay, here's because there is. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say because there is like some like, like it, like we're supposed to think that Wanda's controlling everything right now, but there is like there is like some some foreshadowing there that so, even there's some higher power above Wanda. That's yeah. If I added this clause, because Todd, you might be about to say no. Um, if I added this clause, they have to say the name Mephisto. Um, would you guys keep the same answer? I think I would. Interesting. I, I really don't think that, and I thought this before, because um, I watched the, the game theory video and he brought up, oh, you can't have a devil because then they, they won't show this in China. Um, and I thought beforehand, I was like, guys, a literal devil showing up in a show that my mom's watching, like, it's not a good, like, you already started this show with two comedy special episodes, like, uh, <laughs> I feel like a literal devil is showing up is not going to happen. I don't think it's going to be Mephisto. I think everything is pointing to that, and I think that's a red herring. But what were you going to say, Todd? Uh, exactly that. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Almost exactly that. So, yeah, I, I agree with uh, everything that you just said. Um, plus, I don't know. For some reason, I'm just hoping it's not Mephisto. I don't know why. I'm but hoping it, it's not Bephisto, <laughs> but I also think it might be because Spider-Man 3 is coming out and it's looking more and more like they're going to be doing like a one more day thing where Peter has to, Peter's identity is revealed and he has to um, get rid of his relationship and stuff to save his skin and he has to make a deal with Mephisto to do that. So I don't know. Interesting. Whoa, really? No, there's yeah. no way that the devil about to be a main character in the MCU. <laughs> they is, could spin it so in a like in a less like directly <laughs> calling him the devil way. Yeah. But he looks like a devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, here's here's a couple of theories I wanted to throw out for y'all. Um, okay. one of the theories that I thought um and this may not be true in fairness and maybe it's that Wanda changed all of them. I think that everyone that's in the hex, to, to quote Darcy on this, um, I think everyone that's in the hex is a mutant of some sort. Mm. Um, what do you th what do you guys think valid? Or I guess just share share what you guys think is going on. You can go like one by one. Kizu, what do you think's going on in WandaVision? Your theories at the moment. Obviously, uh... you you are you are a devil. Um, painter <laughs> well you know it could like it could also just not be mephisto but there's something going on with agnes and there's also something something going on with that freaking creepy mailman that keeps walking around he's like oh your dog's missing oh your mom can take care of that and then he just walks away like there's something up with that guy i don't know what's going on but um yeah and then I, it's something going on with with agnes I think. I, well, I, the the specific thing people are are pointing to is that um, his coworker 
didn't say specifically like it's Wanda, she's controlling everything. He just said, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she's oh, controlling. That's like, yeah, yeah, that's I the, think that, if he I'm meant Wanda, he would have said Wanda. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's that's one of the ones I was like, Oh shoot, that the friend might be Mephisto. But again, I don't think they're gonna name drop Mephisto and say she's a devil. I think they're just gonna say she's a witch. <laughs> well, I think she's Agatha Harkness. Yeah, with the squishing the two names together. Yeah. And she's a witch. Um I don't know who that is. She was um It's just someone in, from the comics. In the oh, House okay. of M, she's the one that told Wanda that her kids were like fake. And that's what yeah. caused Wanda's like big meltdown. And she's like a powerful like witch or something. Um yeah. so that's who I think Agatha is. I think Dottie is somebody because she oh, had yeah, that shady was... moment with the radio where she was like, I don't trust you or whatever. Um, and then she was also the only one besides Agnes who wasn't identified by S.W.O.R.D. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know who Dottie could be. And I don't know who exactly is in charge of the whole Hex thing going on. But I don't think it's Wanda. I think that she... I think that she's just happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of. I don't know. I I think that she okay, just doesn't so, want to leave. So so I got another question. What do you think uh, Sword was using Vision's body for? Yeah. Okay. I think that she was totally breaking them out because they were going to try to revive him and make him into a weapon. I think something similar. I, I agree. Um, my. I agree that that's what they're doing. My general opinion, because I didn't get to answer that question about where things are going. Oh, um, right. Yeah, my general theory on this is that it's just going to be far more simple if I really am having to predict what will happen. My biggest fear about this show... Ooh. Boo! Ooh. I know! I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. The X-Men and Fantastic Four. Let, I, let- let Scooby and the gang show up in WandaVision. <laughs> I, I know. I'm so sorry to be such a buzzkill. But if you're actually asking me to predict, I'm going to be the one on record as predicting that it'll be kind of unremarkable <laughs> compared to these guesses. Um, I do believe that uh, she believes she's saving Vision, that they were going to revive. I, that, that, that's my theory in terms of where this is going moving forward. But there's just something that tells me that with Marvel, it's it's not going to be like 18 different things. It's going to be like, and maybe one small thing in a uh, like still that gets brought in. Because I, I personally think that maybe Pietro is the big reveal. That's my actual guess. Is that Ooh. that? Yeah. Ooh. So Ooh. I'm the most. <laughs> Lindsay, did you boo me? Because you should boo me too. I I Didn't. apologize. I, I I I kind of agree. I don't like. I think people are wanting like a lot more out of this than we're actually going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's referencing a lot of things that we are going to get in the future soon. Yep. But I don't think it's all going Plus to come from this show. Um, but I do think that this will open the door for the multiverse because they have already said. That it's going to be a prelude to Doctor Strange 2, which is called Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. the big <laughs> so, the intro so, showing so, up is that what what my conspiracy mind believes happens is that Kevin Feig 
just says drop or is it Feig? It's Feige. 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 My bad. I believe that Kevin Feige just says drop these 25 references into the show and then we're going to track online like what the hell happens and what people think about each one of the ones and we'll start to because I think early on in phase one, mm-hmm. they didn't really have any idea what they were doing. They were just dropping a lot of stuff in and seeing what people liked. And like, there's part of me that thinks that right now they're using just this just to kind of like farm tons of ideas and see which ones are resonating the most with the fans. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my conspiracy view of this, is that the, that's what they're doing. Well, yeah, I think there was some quote with Kevin saying that they're going to use the Disney Plus series to see what they could uh, change in the movies. Yeah. Um, So I agree with you to a a certain extent. I don't think it's going to be like by an episode by episode basis or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think Todd may have been alluding to like this will affect the movies. Um, like what people yes. are theorizing and if it if it doesn't have a big reveal but i will say i i would disagree with that i think they so i do agree with you marvel does um semi uh counter correct and they're really good at tricking people into thinking they had a plan all along and i don't <laughs> know why people keep saying like yeah it's crazy that kevin feige just has this whole thing planned out since Iron or Incredible Hulk, and it's like, guys, Incredible Hulk was Edward Norton. Like they <laughs> did not have this planned out, and it, it's it's honestly like I think it's dismissive of of how uh, witty and smart they were to continually like grind their think and grind their gears in in their brain to say, okay, well, how can we make this even more impactful? Before something like uh, Monica Rambo like being on earth and having been snapped and obviously like that's a reason why captain marvel would show up in endgame like that is not something that they probably planned in endgame i highly doubt they had that in mind but the fact that that's there now it makes endgames and captain marvel showing up like that much more meaningful so I, i do i do think you're kind of right todd maybe it's like gaslighting He's basically gaslighting <laughs> no. us into thinking that he has this master plan from the beginning. <laughs> I think Black Widow, Eternals, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man are already planned. And even though those already have scripts, they could change. I don't think anything is going to counter-correct for what was in WandaVision. Um, after yeah. that, like the Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four could definitely be that case. Um and maybe even Ant-Man's quantum electric boogaloo or whatever. Um, but <laughs> I, I am so mad, and I'm sure you guys are in a similar case. The reveal of Evan Peters is super awesome. I think it's one of the greatest reveals of all time. Lindsay, you kind of disagree with me because uh, some TikTok teens ruined it for you. Sure, fine. Uh, but um, I think I've just I, been watching TV longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay wait, wait wait so here's my question name don't Bird. say what it was name a show that, like i need to watch that has a reveal like that okay i'm gonna have to think about it because i don't crickets. know crickets crickets Lindsay. you got nothing what are you gonna mention Dexter? <laughs> ah. <laughs> um but i was gonna say all the things that they've kind of announced 
or Spider-Man, I think would have had even more of an impact if no one knew anything going in. And I'm not even necessarily saying like the main Spider-Men that are in it, like even all the villains that have been rumored. I feel like everyone in their well, mother that has ever I'll go for it. That's yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I just, I'm, I'm excited. I get to talk with people about this, but that's the thing. They literally haven't revealed anything. It's just all getting leaked over and over and over. And it's like basically confirmed at this point. I got to feel bad. Well, uh, so apparently that was one of the leaks people are sharing um, about WandaVision is that there was a leak that Evan Peters' Spanish voice actor uh, was hired for this, like, for this po project and everyone was like what are they doing with that voice actor and i was like god man people are really good at digging i guess um i know wait can i ask I just, you a quick oh sorry go ahead oh go for it i wanted to ask a quick question that's a bit of a tangent but when you talked about voice acting wanda has had the accent in that scene when she comes into oh, yeah. reality oh, yeah, she the accent keeps coming and going for wanda i think <laughs> And I, I, I don't get it. I want to know, is this like an artistic choice? Oh, or is Elizabeth no, okay. Olsen just like, okay, I don't want to do the accent. Let me clear this up. I think I think they used it for the first episode. I, I don't know why they used it for the first episode. I think it was just no. supposed to be like a funny thing. But they were, the reason she had the accent and with, with the said, even kind of when she left the hex that she had an accent because it wasn't the best. Um, uh, I think they were saying like, oh, she's putting on a show and these were the TV shows she had seen and like she's just trying to replicate like that that happiness or at the same time, like it could be someone just controlling her, mo uh, like her emotions as well and being like, hey, do an American accent now or whatever. It, 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 with that said, it does kind of feel like Elizabeth Olsen was like, hey, no more Russian accent. Yeah. Um, well, that's bit. the thing. It's 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 a made up accent. Like it's yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's Russian yeah. But so I I saw an interview with her that she was saying like yeah, she's in an American like 1950s sitcom, so she has to Wanda has to put on an American accent. But then when like character moments like in the real world, she has like a slight Sokovian accent now, and then she's like singing the the song about. Pietro or whatever when uh in the I think it was the fourth episode or the third episode. I believe it was the fourth. Yeah. Uh, my, no, I, I think it was the, the third. Yeah. Yeah, it's the third. That's when she like. It was funny because my friends didn't notice that she had an accent when she left the hex. <laughs> she has like I a was, good. Like, <laughs> okay. I was like, oh yeah, I'm her Sicilian accent back, and they were like, what? <laughs> it's, it's not great when she leaves. Like I know she's trying. Like she was on the accent but i was like but are you <laughs> like <laughs> well that's the thing like in age of ultron she had like a strong one and then from there the like the director of the movies just kept slowly getting rid of it so i think like canon wise oh. it's like her being around a bunch of avengers has like slowly taken away her accent so she was trying to like yeah. slightly <laughs> put it on but if so even in infinity she... war it's kind of gone um yeah it's just not even there in infinity war She's around Vision all the time, so she should have kind of like a British-like accent. British <laughs> accent, yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't know. British Wanda. <laughs> it's a real problem for me. That's all I'm saying. A real problem. Okay. So, yeah. real, real quick, I, I have another question about a theory. This is not my theory. Um, okay. I was listening to someone we've had on 
the podcast before, Hannah, um, talk about WandaVision theories um, on a different podcast. She brought up, and her co-host, uh, Dwayne, they both brought up that they think uh, Mephisto is Evan Peters. Like, they don't think that's actually Quicksilver. I think this is, again, I subscribe to uh, Marvel not bringing in the devil. So um, because of this, I, I think that's actually Evan Peters that they brought in from a different dimension. Um, but what do you guys think about this? Um, I hope it's Evan Peters. I, I hope it's Peter. <laughs> here's here's my thing. Um, I don't think Evan Peters is Mephisto, or I don't think Quicksilver is Mephisto, but I don't think he's the exact Quicksilver from the X-Men movies, and I hope that's the case because those movies have some serious issues with their timeline and canon. And it like hurts my brain thinking about it. <laughs> no, so I hope, I hope they like, trying to figure out that timeline is so weird. <laughs> I hope they they polish it up and like here's the Marvel version of that universe's so, timeline. But I, I, I do want to throw out a thought because you mentioned the timeline real quick. Uh, right. Todd, do you want to throw out your thought before I hit that? Wouldn't it um, work out time time? That's so that's what I was going to bring up it's, because it's the eighties. Because it's the eighties. Yes, exactly. But then and me and Todd are in a similar brainwave uh, in this one division spoiler talk. <laughs> but then in Dark, except Phoenix, he wants stuff. Okay, in- Dark Phoenix hasn't happened yet. It, it, <laughs> Evan, like, forget about that movie. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like in Dark Phoenix, it's like present day, and they're somehow the same age. And I don't. It's weird. No, but no. So, so <laughs> it is a messy timeline. But like. Technically, if Marvel wanted to rewrite that timeline and not address it, yeah, yeah. they could take Evan Peters from the 80s, and there wouldn't really be an issue with that, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I've seen some people say that they think yeah, Mephisto was the stork. That who was the stork? Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto, the devil. <laughs> the devil man. <laughs> you know I don't what? know why they said that, but that's what I heard. It's because she couldn't <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. Control yeah. yeah. You know what? Sure. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, the <story> Mephisto <laughs> was the stork. The stork was Mephisto. <laughs> You're all That's right. That's his only mention. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I do, I think we're about to get like a full house S thing. And Quicksilver uh, is about to be Uncle Joey, um, which I'm psyched for. I'm not sure about you guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be great. I, oh, man. I think that's about it. I know people have already pointed out, I guess, in a promo or something, the next episode is gonna be Halloween. And Vision already, like, he mentioned at the end of last episode, he was like, "Why no, there's no kids here? Like, why do we have two random kids <laughs> if there's no kids here?" Yeah, uh, and, you're good. I, I was just going to say there's a lot of there's probably going to be a lot of kids because it's Halloween um, in the next episode. <laughs> well, there's a picture, isn't there, of him like walking through kids in the promo material? Maybe. I think so. So there's definitely I kids. I haven't seen the promo material oh, yet, but that, that confirms it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's some sort of meme that shows. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, 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 that. Because uh, somebody was like, "Where are these? Yeah, that. Why are there kids there?" So yeah. Because he just said, "Like, why are there other you?" I know. So it's weird. Huh. Interesting. I just they also to... do. Um... Oh, go for it, Kizit. 
Oh, I just wanted to make a quick ad that I really liked Paul Bettany's acting in this episode. I liked hearing him scream and I liked their little... It was so scary. Yeah, I loved that. Anyways, you can continue. I I was just going to mention they they also um, brought up, they're like, well, how can we get someone in the timeline that doesn't need to change at all? And that's when Quicksilver shows up. So I think the series was was addressing that. Yeah, it, it was outside the hex, but like, that's, I feel like well, no, that's I was kind saying, of that was the drone. They got like an '80s drone and sent it in, and that's why it didn't change. But I feel like that was getting ready for Evan Peters to show oh, up. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. So I think this is Evan '80s Evan Peters um, or Peter. Um, but Todd, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I'm good. Okay, cool. Then I think uh, we're at the end of the spoiler review. Correct. Anything else you guys want to throw out? Any final theories or characters, odds of showing up? Bart <laughs> um, um, Simpson, yes or no? Bart Simpson? Yes. Bart yeah, Simpson. he's coming. I mean, he's basically confirmed. It's like on the IMDb page. Like, yeah, cool. He's cool, in cool, the game. Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm really looking forward to him yelling at Vision to eat my shorts. Um, so. <laughs> But with that oh. said, that's going to be... Wait, one thing. Oh, I, liked, Go for I liked Baby Vision in the intro. I thought it was funny. About to mention Baby Vision. Yeah, Best character my, of all time. So, my girlfriend has had, just just to get this out uh, there, uh, Baby Vision is no Baby Yoda. She's not about to convert allegiances. Lindsay, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have clearly okay. uh, we... shown your hand on... <laughs> To go, I have to stand baby vision. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's the I've also never seen we saw like three the Mandalorian. Uh, I've never seen the Lindsay Mandalorian, changed but... her, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, <laughs> my profile picture. Does he change your profile picture to baby uh, vision? Oh, so I didn't even notice it. Oh, I have to look at it every day, but yeah, that's going to be the end of this episode. If you stuck around, uh, thanks for listening to our spoiler thoughts and thank you Todd Kizit and Lindsay especially Todd and Lindsay for sticking around for the whole episode but uh we're probably going to do a recap probably going to be the end of the series unless there's something super big in the penultimate episode but that's it see you guys bye see you.